Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who's only asked Santa to bring a top rotation, preferably Japanese starting pitcher down his chimney, the button lover, Josh Soroka. No, no, no. I've given up on all that stuff. I'm asking Santa for something nice and simple. Okay. Extensions. Oh, extensions. Extensions. And I don't mean the extension to OP, OPACY. I don't okay. mean that. You don't mean extensions to your hair? Nope. My hair is good. No need for okay. plugs or extensions or any of that. Okay. I would just like some extensions. That's my Christmas list present thing. If you could choose extension or a new owner, what would you choose? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I will choose new owner because I believe with new owner, I would get the extensions. Yes, I believe I'm more likely with a uh, Michael Rosenbaum to get extensions. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, we got a good show. We got This is our Christmas show. It is our Christmas show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Um, or happy holidays. Or Hanukkah. I think we're in the middle of Hanukkah also. Well, that's why you say happy holidays. It covers your bases. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. That's, also, I work in education. I haven't heard a single Merry Christmas. I've heard right. a million happy holidays. That's where we're at. Okay. You got to cover your bases. Sorry, I'm in Florida. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And there's one, there's one holiday around this time that I have not heard since I moved to Florida. Comes a little oh, bit after Christmas. What's that? Kwanzaa. Oh, Kwanzaa. I haven't heard any happy Kwanzaa's dance since moving down here. I don't know if they don't celebrate that down here. Uh, or it's just that you wouldn't tell me happy Kwanzaa. That yeah, I don't think I don't know why you would come up problem. to you at all. Yeah, unless you are wishing other people. Um, so, um, you know what? Though, I will say we did get a little gift this week. Or our listeners got a gift. Oh, yeah, what's that? Is we got approved to start streaming to Instagram. That's what... Everybody so, wanted. Uh, uh, hey, I'll Christmas tell you what. Miracle. We're getting over on Instagram. We got people giving uh, the little uh, muscle arms, little wave hands, little Christmas trees. Yeah, a lot more emojis there. We're getting a lot of emojis from Instagram. No okay, comments, see? but a whole bunch of emojis from different nah. people. Okay. So we That's appreciate fine. the emojis, but yeah. words help. Words help guide the conversation. Emojis just look pretty on my screen next to us. That's fine. We don't need other words. We got a lot to talk about. We got a, we got a new lease to talk about this week. We got. Are you, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm, it's pretty sure now. I think it's a sure thing now. I, I believe it's official now. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm I'm looking forward to Josh later on our conversation about because um, Oro's going to get a bunch of money and where that money should go. Oh, I think I, both strong thoughts on that. Then a few things in the lease. A few lines to, in the lease to discuss, including. There was one line in there about where some of the money's going to. Okay, good. Because I didn't, I looked at that thing and I said, um, I'm not reading that. So okay. I'm glad you read it. I, I got, did not read it. Yes. I just thought it was a lot of words. I mar- And I marked a few things worth discussing in the lease. 
So I am excited to break down the lease. I'm excited to come up with our own ideas for how we too can spend $600 million. Hey, listen, I would have no problem spending $600 million. You give it to me, I'll spend it. Hey, um, yeah. Josh, Christmas shopping? Do you do in your household? Are you doing the Christmas shopping or is Kelly doing the Christmas shopping? Um, in our house, uh, yeah. In our house, Santa does the Christmas shopping. Okay. That means you have no and, idea what your kids are getting. Oh, I know it all. It's all me. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Uh, that means. Oh, that's right. Because I will say yeah. here. I'll tell Josh you this. Josh is a gift giver. I don't Josh even know. Gift gifts. He enjoys it. We haven't figured out how to handle the podcast yet for this, but for Kelly and I, are yeah, I enjoy giving gifts. Yeah. For Kelly and I, our gift to each other is we are going on a cruise in a, oh, in nice. a week. So New Year's Eve, we take off uh, to go from Tampa and then towards Mexico. I don't okay. know whatever. What Gulf of Mexico? I guess sure. I guess we're going in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it's the Gulf Coast. Yeah, and I yeah, think okay. I think we hit some things in Mexico. Okay, I don't know the details. I'm you good with the gifts. itinerary. I'm yeah. good with gifts. She's good with planning and itineraries. Okay. Do you need a passport so, for that? I have a passport. Yes. Okay. Good. I, just I don't know if I need it, but I have one. Okay. Just in case. So yeah, that, that's good. You guys are doing. That's a really good idea, actually, because I was just thinking about buying a gift for my partner. Is yeah. That's what we'd say tier two, not uh, do partners. Um, what one of my it's like I almost hate Christmas because I hate having to find and buy a gift. I never know how to do this. It's stressing me out. I never know what to get her, and I, I just I can't do clothes because none of it fits her right. I can't do jewelry because I don't got the, that kind of money right now. So I really have nothing I can give her. And it's to the All point right. where I hate Christmas and I maybe want to get a divorce just so I don't have to worry about stressing out about buying her gift. Every I'll year. tell you couple smart things i've learned one yes any suggestions i'm open to my wife and my 18 year old daughter both do the same thing throughout the year whenever they see something on amazon tiktok facebook whatever that they like yeah. they they add it to a list in amazon so when okay. it comes time for shopping for birthdays christmas uh or i screwed up and i need to buy my wife a present yeah i know there's an amazon list full of stuff that these two girls would like. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, that's and I, I have a notes. Now, I have a notes page. I'm so easy and I oh, have so much stuff I want to get that I don't get. I have a notes page with like 20 things of things I want. I will myself including like a, a new cell phone. <laughs> I, I know you've been begging on the family chat for a new I cell phone. I just want someone to give me a secondhand cell phone. You know so the rest of the much. world just goes out and purchases a cell phone. Yeah, not going to happen. Um but I am told that I am impossible to shop for. Because oh, see, I, I feel just, like I could get something for you easy. I just buy something right away. I think I'm pretty easy. In yeah. fact, I had give Josh a bobblehead, he's happy. But here's the problem, yeah. and I wanted to share on the podcast. I had since our last podcast, which we're talking what 10 days ago, 10 days, yeah. I have had three brand new items come in the mail for uh for my office that I had purchased myself. Now, I did not purchase them all on the same day. But I purchased these or this Oreo memorabilia at, throughout, and it all happened to come this week. Oh, so see, I thought, that's yeah, and see that's why people don't like you, Josh, because you buy things for yourself. I never buy anything for myself, so my list grows exactly. Like, but you just take care of it yourself. Yeah, exactly. So that makes it tough for people. I understand that, but yes, yeah. there's plenty of bobbleheads that I could get that yeah. someone but could send me. Can I also say you have a more challenging as your kids get older? It's more challenging. 
with my two kids or three kids, I yes. forgot I have three of them. They are the easiest things. I could walk down any aisle of Walmart, pick out almost any item, and, and they would be thrilled about it. Yep. Silas totally for his Santa, his letter to Santa wrote a water bottle and Magic Treehouse books. Yeah. And that's see, it. So my kids, easy to please and very cheap. I'm spending 20 bucks and they're covered for Christmas. No, my kids are are tough. And they're at the age where, like, you know, you need the the you need the this proper swag and drip for school. Yeah, you gotta, and, you gotta and have, drip ain't cheap. I I, no. I don't know. I would assume you drip know, ain't cheap. I don't know how things are back in Maryland. But right now, uh, Under Armour is not so popular down here. You got to get the Nike down here. Yes, yeah, so I just got a pair of Under Armour shoes on discount for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> uh, exactly, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give it a little but, bit more, and you'll have to you'll have to play this game. Are you doing the Mike Mc, Mike Mc, what's his name Mike McDonald the uh, McDaniel I don't know his name the coach for Miami who's got the little tag on his shoes. Have you seen these? Oh, oh I went and looked got, them up. They're like seven hundred dollars. Yes. I looked them. I did the same thing because they have a stupid name too. Whatever yeah, it's like the like um like and I kind of liked them, so I was something. like, "Well, well, well you no, know, they, I might, I might cop a pair." And then yeah, I saw the price. I was like, okay, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the price, I said, "So that's why you keep the tag on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven hundred dollars per shoe. I don't remember the uh, name, um, Matt. I did see that thanks to Instagram, we have some new viewers, including it looks like your in laws. So if you need some gift ideas, oh can, yeah, uh, drop some hints here. Or uh, drop yeah. some, uh, some some ideas for the in-law. And no, Josh, my shopping and Christmas, it's, it's covered. It's already done. Y'all so. good? Really? Because you, you still got four days to go. Okay. Look, have I myself have not purchased a thing. Okay. You um, I gave Emily one recommendation for Silas. Um, and yeah, I'm, and I'm done. Um, I think Emily has everything else taken care of, including my parents. Which, you know, maybe uh-huh. I should take care of my parents, but even Emily took care of my parents. I took care of my parents as well. I was going to uh, get to it. Emily was like, I, I was going to wait till 23rd or 24th and go out. But Emily just already got to it. Yeah. I want to get Yeah. Amazon makes it easy to do ahead of time. Yeah. I'm, I'm then, in person. I go in person. And it, yeah. Well, I bought our parents' gift in person. I went over to Costco and picked right. it up. So. There, there you go. The drop a hint if they listen to the episode. Uh, I mean, there's a billion things inside of That's, Costco. That, that, yeah, I'll, I'll it, tell you, it could be new tires. I don't know. Right. It's not a dollar fifty hot dog. Yeah, I right. ate that on the way out. Right. That's a good deal for a hot dog. So what's the? Uh, we got we got lease. We got new picture, and I got show and tell. What do you want to talk about first? New, oh, I forgot about the the the, the new picture. Easley, you forgot about Easley. Yeah, and how about Lamar Jackson's throw to likely? People are talking about one of the Who? greatest what? plays in the NFL this year. Oh no, no, I want to. I'm wacko. I'm wacko. It's <laughs> we got to. I want to talk Flacco. Um, see, Josh, you are what's wrong. You are what's wrong with that with everyone here. Uh, no, I mean everyone. We have about, we have one of the best quarterback MVP candidate on no, our team, and you people know my, are salivating at Joe Flacco. You know what? I know you want to know my thoughts about Lamar Jackson real quick. I think that. Last week, the, the end of last week is one of the best drives I've ever seen Lamar do in his career. And then I think this past week was one of the best games Lamar has played. I thought it was an outstanding game. And I cannot wait for Christmas night as the two best teams in the NFL take on each other. Yeah, I think the Ravens are like five-point underdogs. That seems a little bit disrespectful to me. Um. Everyone's, is that is that disrespect I, by Vegas? A little bit disrespect, yeah. I think. Oh, uh, where's it at? It's in San Francisco, so that's just home field advantage. Well, that's three points to be home field. Yeah, but all year the 49ers have been ranked higher. All yeah, I mean, year, I mean, the they, 49ers they, they, they are a won. juggernaut. Yeah, 
Ravens have worked their way up. No, the yeah. Ravens are extremely fun this year. And it is, I don't know if it's Lamar being healthy, but it's the first time in Lamar's era, in the Lamar era, that it feels like something like this is destiny. Yeah, well, this team seems rather complete. And I remember, and people oh, it's make balanced. Me, yeah, because I mean, I, I I'm a huge Zay Flowers guy. And Zay Flowers was not a part of the offense at all against the Jaguars, nor was Bateman. Um, I mean, Bateman had, had, had a nice game, um, but Beckham was a small role too. And so all of a sudden it became about the running game, about Lamar making plays and likely yeah. and then Bateman got involved. And so they just, there's so many ways this team can beat you because they're so complete. They have a good defense and they're fun to watch. I'm, I'm old enough to remember at the beginning of the season, people were questioning Todd Munkin and his offense and always oh, just like, the previous offense coordinator right. is not creative enough. Um, you know, and, and then I see people embarrass themselves on X at, at, at or during every game. I can't even log on there because yes. they make these big pronouncements about the game when the game is one quarter in. And like, just everyone calm down. Let's let the game play out. And I'm sure I too, Josh, I'm pumped about the Christmas Day um, 49ers Ravens game. Like, I'm excited. I mean, this is, I'm pumped about it. Um, but again, I'm also like realizing everyone's going to make these big pronouncements after the game. If the Ravens win, there's going to be, you know, Super Bowl or bust. If they lose, it's going to be, oh, this team's overrated. Just everyone just slow your roll and chill out. This game in the grand scheme of things means actually kind of very little. The game against Miami, I think, is even a bigger game mm-hmm. when you're fighting for the one seed. But yeah, but but yeah, I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying. I wish people would enjoy the ride more. And I'm enjoying I- the Ravens ride. And I, I just think it's it's just a fun Ravens football team. Yeah. The other thing I've been noticing about Lamar this year, especially the past few games, is Lamar. I've seen progression in Lamar, where now we're seeing him scramble, but he's looking downfield and passing while he's moving. And I don't know how he can dodge all these linebackers, dodge guys, move in and out of the pocket, move up, down, left, right, and still keep eyes downfield on where to throw the ball. Yeah. But he's doing it. And it's, it's, something we've talked about for years with Lamar. And I think it's the first time this year where we're seeing it, where he's actually able to do it. Yeah. Lamar's pocket awareness is amazing to me. Yes. The fact that he seems to know where everybody is. Um, and especially when it gets so crowded back there, he seems to just have a good feel for everything. And you're right. Like he has openings and he's not going, he's waiting and waiting and looking downfield and looking downfield. And he's only running with the last resort. Right. I mean, I don't know if that's great or not because I think he's super exciting and fun when he takes off right right, yes. right away. But certainly his evolution as a pastor, I think, has taken a, a step in the yes. positive direction this year. Yeah, so and, likely has, and likely, as you said at the start, has really stepped up uh, where, yeah, we, we got, where we thought there might be a hole, and it hasn't. No we have a lot of weapons on offense, yeah. yeah, especially at the receiver position. I mean, the the Mitchell injury is, is a real bummer. Yes. Um, but we have a lot of kind of receiver offensive weapons. Um, we just the thing that concerns me, Josh, going down the, the line here. I mean, I heard Beckham and Flowers were out, were not in practice today. Um, I know you know offensive line has been dealing with injuries, Moses and Stanley. I, we we just need to get and stay healthy as we kind of make this march towards the playoffs. So that's what I just I just hope we all can stay healthy. I, I totally agree, and I think that's. Uh... That's our Ravens talk, right? Yeah, that was good. That's good. I think that's the that's, most Ravens talk we did all year. It really and is. And good job on us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh someone in the uh on YouTube just commented, I didn't know you guys watched football. 
I know. Hey, we're, we're, we, we're Baltimore guys. We are so, Baltimore guys. We used to, for the long time, people remember the uh, football seasons used to be tough on us because we would do an Orioles podcast and a Ravens podcast during the week. Orange, orange episodes and purple. purple episodes. Yeah. yeah. And orange would go over to Utah Street. Purple would go over to Russell Street. And we would hit them both. And those would be some long nights. Yeah. And I think what happened was, is your boy Joe Flacco got so miserable to watch. And this offense with Johnny Joe Flacco at the end of his career got so yeah. awful to watch. They were like, we, we can't even talk about this team anymore. And Burke got so mad. Yeah, Bert started going to Costco and not watching the games, exactly, and that's where, exactly. <laughs> that's where it fell off. But, so, but Josh, uh, real quick on on Joe Flacco, yes. Um, I uh, are you? How do we feel about this? Is it okay to root for the Browns? Is it's, it, it's do, so do you do this hard. weird thing where you root for Joe but root for the Browns to lose? Where where are you I, at on on Joe and the Browns? I'm root, I am going to be rooting for Joe until okay, he faces the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's. I love the idea. Of this old guy was sitting at home, going going to Costco on Sundays, and now he's in the NFL, and now he's one. I look at the list of quarterbacks that he is better than, and I think of all the quarterback injuries we've seen this year in New York and Arizona and everywhere else, and no one called Joe Flacco. It took the Browns calling Joe Flacco, and then the Browns are so confident that they can just hold on to Joe Flacco that between games one and two, they just put him back on the practice squad. No one, no one would take him. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants this guy, and he's doing – he's putting up great stats. I saw he could be like the comeback player of the year, they're saying, if it continues. Yeah, he's a cool story. So, And he's just a good guy, easy guy to root for. He has always been – I remember when he signed his big $100 million contract or whatever it was after the Super Bowl, he went to McDonald's to celebrate. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's just classic Joe. Yep, uh, Joe, yeah, Joe and Donald Trump, classic yeah. McDonald guys. Yeah, absolutely. No, but but I and and Donald called Joe elite, so they have connections all over the place. <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. You still have a button here. Yeah. So I I'm happy for for Joe Flacco, and I'm actually and again this is coming from a guy who likes the wave because I like fan entertainment, and I like it. I actually like it when the Steelers are good. I always refer them to lose, but I like it when it's good. They're good because the rivalry. Yes. And like I want the Steelers to make the playoffs, especially this year. I would love to play the Steelers in the playoffs because we destroy them. And I feel like the same way about the Browns. I know the Browns have that elite the Browns, defense. The Browns but beat us. I know. Also, without Joe Flacco. I know without Joe Flacco. But I it just as from like a fan perspective, how much fun it would be yeah. to play the Browns with Joe Flacco in the playoffs. It would be kind of hilarious and also it, a lot of fun. And I think we would kick their butts. And it'd be yeah, and it'd be fun, Joe coming back to Baltimore. Because it would yeah. be a home game. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. So um, but I, I hate everybody else in the Browns. <laughs> yeah, but yes. I don't like the Browns as an organization. No, yeah, they're, no, they're a crap like, organization. Uh, uh, yeah, they have dirty players up and yeah. down. Um, yeah, they have players that probably should be in jail. No, it's all like, that stuff. Right. It's like if Trey Mancini went and played for the Yankees. Yeah. Or uh, probably the Red Sox more. But it's like, yeah, we don't. I yeah, don't it's not like quite. The yeah, the Red Sox. not quite the, the Yankees. Right. Level. Yankees would be Steelers. But uh, it'd be like, oh, well, you're in the division, so I don't like that. But I like you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're on the same. I think we're on this close to the same page with, with Joe. Um, all right. You want to get us in the Orioles talk? Sure. It's enough sure. football talk. All right. You want to get Heasley out of the way or you want to talk? The, oh, yeah. Tell the, me. I don't know. Yeah. This. Uh, okay. Fine. I forgot this guy. I forgot about this deal that happened. Um, Is this the the Ryan O'Hearn move? He's a Royal, right? We got yeah. Kansas City Royal guy who 
they discarded for what a 17 year old player that we just signed from the dr or something right and he's going to turn in to be our best reliever is that that's my yeah and, this was, yeah and it's like a leftover move from the walker trade okay so um yeah i don't know he's a he's a middle of the road guy he's one of these guys where it's like he's still young he's in the bullpen and who knows he he has a 5.45 era First career, yeah. yeah. La- last year was over seven. Yes. So this is one of those guys where it's like, who knows if if the Orioles can do what they've done with some other players and like really find something with this guy, or it's just a hey, we had to do something silly to wrap this up. It's nothing to get mad about. It's nothing to get excited about. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Heasley is a right-handed bullpen arm with a higher A. There, Michael Elias. Like, does not just, like, randomly just trade for people. <laughs> like, right. Michael Elias saw something he liked, right, in the stuff. I, I don't know what his stuff it looks like. I saw some stuff on Twitter or X with, you know, his bullpen and his curveball or whatever. I don't know what all that means. But he's got good stuff, apparently. And so I'm sure Michael Elias saw the stuff. And listen, Michael Elias is making a career out of turning the, finding these bullpen arms and turning them into, in, into good yes. arms. And our bullpen... I mean, I don't need to remind everybody what happened in the playoffs with Brian Baker. <laughs> our our bullpen could use help. Um, and I think there's spots in the bullpen to be won. And so, I mean, Jonathan Heasley is not a guarantee to make the roster, but certainly he is. The Orioles value him because they traded for him. Um, and so he is could be another piece in that bullpen puzzle. And so as of now, the Orioles have made two moves, both bullpen moves, um, so obviously they see that as an area to to strengthen, which I think is is accurate. Now, what we don't know is are they going to make any moves to strengthen the start in pitching? That's I think the yes. what's TBD. Um, but but the bullpen, um, they're in a better spot now than they were when the season ended. And if this is all they do with the bullpen, I think that's okay. And we'll see if they do anything else with the bullpen. But right now, I think the bullpen is is okay. And again, all that. Every time we talk about starting pitching in the bullpen, the two big wild cards to me is Tyler Wells and DL Hall. Yeah. Is Tyler Wells and the, are they starters or are they bullpen arms? <laughs> that like that changes everything for me if I'm the GM, how I view those guys. And uh, if, if they're bullpen guys, then I think our bullpen's set. If they're starters, then I think, well, maybe we need to make one more move in the bullpen. Right. And, but if they're both bullpen arms, then we need to make another move in the starters. So that's that's the decision still out there. And I think I guess understandably Michael Ice is not gonna make a decision on those players until kind of as until, late in the, in the game as possible. Yeah, until February. <laughs> well, well until – Oh, until, yeah, spring training. Yeah, yeah. Right. Until until April. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. That's enough about Jonathan Heasley. All right, yeah. I, all right. We'll get to know – I'm sure we'll get to know him this summer. Right. So, all right. So, the, I hope so. That means he'd be on the team. The yeah, Orioles – Danny Coulomb, perhaps, but yeah. on the right side. The Orioles and Maryland – have finally approved and everyone agreed on a new lease. About new time we got to the lease. biggest story of the week, maybe the biggest story of the year, depending right. on who you ask. Did you watch the announcement at no. Camden Yards? No, I didn't. I, well, I, that's not true. I, I I saw what was going on and I watched it for maybe 30 seconds. I got kind of bored and then I turned it off. Did you notice what was missing from the announcement? You mean who was missing? Correct. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. The Oriole Bird was there. 
Yes. But Josh Sroka did not travel for one of the biggest announcements of the year. So they did not give me Josh a Josh was conspicuously so no. absent from there. Yeah. No, also John was not yeah. there, the owner of the team. <laughs> yeah. John Angelos. Yeah. Was not there. Yeah. Is that, that is that a something or is that a nothing, Josh? That's a something. I just don't know what it is. All right. Well, I'm actually, I think I know what it is. What is it? I think it's he doesn't want to answer questions. Any questions? And it wasn't Martin Luther King Day, so he couldn't he couldn't use that one. Right. Any questions about this are all geared towards John, because I've got multiple questions for John. I don't have any questions for the state of Maryland. It is what it is. I'm not even a taxpayer there anymore, so who cares? Um, but I have questions for John, and I think John didn't want to answer questions. And this is really is not the time to open the books. And it, he doesn't want to answer questions whether they avoided about opening the books before. Josh, have you reached out? He to doesn't get... want to talk about the rumor of him and uh, Rosenbaum having dinner together. Josh, in, in if DC. this guy's going to buy the Orioles, you have to learn his name. Rubenstein. Yes. David Rubenstein. David Rubenstein. Yes. I'm going to have to tape that on my desk here. David Rubenstein. Yeah. Or just get a button and you just hit it. Um, yeah, exactly. But he does. John does not want to answer about this where to spend the six hundred million. He does not want to answer about the land development that we'll talk about in a minute. He does not want to answer about is the team for sale. He does not want to answer anything about Rubenstein. He does not want to answer anything about extensions. Have you reached out to him, Josh, to have him come on the podcast? Yeah. You can ask him this stuff. Yeah. No response. Okay. No response. You should, for the record, message him on 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 X. Yeah. You don't think I already have? Have you? I believe I have. Request? I believe I have. Okay. Um, to no response. I will okay. check. I believe it's John P. Angelos. Yeah, I mean he's on. He's on Twitter. Even Lou. Uh, we'll take Lou. If you want to do a conversation I, with Lou, I, I would, might actually enjoy that more. I would prefer Lou. And especially if you can get Brady on there too. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Josh. So where right. where 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 do you want to go? This is story where is right up your alley, and we also got to get the mass. And this is like a week of Josh stories between mass and, and, the, the... and the and the and the lease. Um, right. He uh... but for the record, I, I saw a lot of people celebrating the signing the lease. Yeah, and it very much feels felt to me, Josh, like this is the the standing ovation for like showing up to work, right? For standing I, ovation, for doing the absolute bare minimum of your job. Um, and so, yes, let's all party and celebrate for the bare minimum. That took way too much longer and way too much deceit in the process. But congrats, but, after all yeah. that deceit and dragging your feet, you got it done. No, it's more like showing up to pick up your lottery ticket. <laughs> like it's, it's like, um, by the way, for the... Uh, Baltimoreans commented over on on X that for the record they he turned them down as well. Oh yeah, and if you're gonna if if John is gonna do an interview, do it with the Baltimoreans first before yeah. you do it with us. I'd rather, yeah, I feel they're more qualified to interrupt, interview right. John Angels, and that would be more entertaining than, than yeah. Others. They'll ask him um, about the books and opening up tax records and stuff. We'll yeah. ask him like what what does he need while he watches a baseball yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, so. Let's right. talk about this lease, Josh. Unpack right. it for me. 30 years with a 15-year opt-out. So we're not going to Nashville. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, we'll get there. Okay. So we All still right. maybe. Okay. No, no. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll deal with that first. Nashville rumors, we can shut down because okay, no, there no. is a clause in this lease that the Orioles can never leave Baltimore. 
Okay. Somewhere Nastor Nestor, Nasty Nestor is like throwing his phone at the wall or something. I okay. don't know how you enforce that beyond the 30 years. Mm. But I guess it says never. So I guess you could move the team, but you have to leave the uniforms and logos and everything behind. But there's okay. a clause about you cannot move the Orioles. Okay, fair enough. So, or you rename them the Baltimore Angeloses, and then you move. I'm not. Yeah, you sure. can move all the players, but you can't right. move the logo. I got you. Yeah, gotcha. there's all business guys always find a loophole. But there's a clause to make us all feel good to say the Orioles can never leave Baltimore. Okay. All right. There's a 15. As long year, as Fort McHenry still stands. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. There's a 15 year opt out by the Orioles if the team cannot come to an agreement with Maryland for the development plan around Camden Yards. Okay. All right. Because so, that that was the holdup initially was yes. all the money, not for Camden Yards, but all the money in the development around Camden Yards. Right. And so this is kind of a, a so, way to address that. But also so, kind of kick down the road a little bit. Right. So the Orioles have until December 31st of 2027 to win approval for the ground lease and development around Camden Yards. Now okay. that would be that would include the warehouse, the Camden Station building, which was that old uh, museum. And then the vac- and then the adjacent parking lot area between the warehouse and the train tracks. Okay, yeah. So that's that whole side of the stadium. I find it interesting that like the Ravens Walk and all that parking stays how it is. Because yeah. that's where I would want to develop, but I know there's tailgate rules and stuff. Yeah, you get to start fighting with the Ravens for the for, for that property. Yeah. Well, correct. So here's so they work out where they got to have a plan on that other side. Okay, and I just want you to know whatever Josh is saying here, I'm putting it through my filter of what is this? How does this increase or decrease the chance that this Rubenstein thing is legit and John Angelos is selling right. the team? Um, because I think it's all good news in terms of selling the team. But yes. I'll let Josh continue. That's, and that's where what my I mind's think. going with it. And that's where I think that I think part of why it was important to get this into the lease was because it makes the team worth even more. Because it's not that John Angelos has until December 31st to win the approval for the ground right. lease. It's the Orioles. Right. So that makes the Orioles even more intriguing and allows him to pull a little bit more money out of Rubenstein. Right. So that's that's why I believe I agree the same thing. That's important. And I think that land area of the warehouse, that parking lot that is like employee parking or or off day parking and that museum building, that makes sense to redevelop all that. And really, if you read all the stories about what's going on with the Hilton, maybe they can tear all that down and do something there, too. So, yeah, there. Yeah, we got a big hotel here in Macon. That's abandoned now, and they can't fix the piping. And these hotels, they're, they're a bit of a mess, these, yes. these things, these big buildings. They can be a bit of a mess. And it right. seems like the Hilton is a bit of a mess right now. The Hilton's oh, okay. falling into that, so yeah. maybe they can figure something out there. Um, but that's the big deals about the that's the big deal about the 30-year lease is the 15-year opt-out if you can't come to terms about agreement with the land. There's okay. no reason they won't do that. And then so I'm sure that'll they'll figure that out. That's but fine. then the Orioles stay forever. Okay, that's fine. But Josh, my see that doesn't address any of my stuff. So like, I don't care that much about the development around County right. And as a just a you know, I'm I'm there opening day. I'm there playoffs. I'm well, there they in the summer. They couldn't. And, 
they couldn't put Adley and Gunner into the contract. Right. No, I get that. But 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 even outside of that, I also um what's the other thing that you mentioned? The 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 opt out or whatever. I don't really care about that that 15 years. Yeah, it's um, not gonna happen. What what I'm and I'm not I don't care about the orders leaving because they're never gonna leave anyway. So that doesn't do much for me. But that, well, what I do care about, like Josh, said, is bare minimum. How are they going to use the money to the make the million. stadium better? Yeah, and let's get to that. Now, I do think, like you said, I think all of this makes the Orioles more intriguing to sell. Oh, absolutely, yes. Because there's no question marks. It's just you go in, all that work's taken care yeah, the, of. Yeah, the, the, the deal's done, and by all the right. way, you have a ton of money to spend. Yeah. Okay. All right. One thing... That wasn't all the paperwork about the six hundred million. Was the press box? Do you know where I'm going with this? I do. Yes. All right. So the press box. If you pay attention to Camden this. Yards, there's two levels of press box. Besties in the house. There's the TV and radio, and then right below that is the like writers and reporters and and stuff like news reporters, pod, uh, podcasters. Like when we when we get press passes, we're in that second level underneath. Yeah, last year, Josh, it when, we went to the, sits. Yeah. when we went to the Dodgers game, we got seats right below Mel- Melanie Newman, who does the, I guess, the pregame show right yes. there. And we got seats right below her and, and to the Dodgers. And it was the first time, I think, with with my dad. And you weren't there. But I think it's the first time with my dad that we sat low like that. And it makes me wonder, my, you know, when sometimes you get older and you have more money. I have no money. Right. Dad is older. He's gotten more money as he's gotten older. Yet he still sits in the nosebleeds. Why only one game in the summer does he choose to descend from the high nosebleed sections into a lower level is beyond me. Um, if I was him, I would buy all my tickets at lower level. But yet again, for opening day, you'll find me up in 336 in the nosebleeds. Always, always. That's, that's a little, <laughs> sorry, that's a little tangent. Um, but anyway, what, what's I... happening with the press box? All right, so apparently they're going to tear out that press box and make a restaurant and some premium seating. Okay. And I like this. I like this. This is kind of the Take modern from the day. Nationals, huh? This is what we see the Nats doing. Yeah. We see a lot. I think the Braves have this as well. We see this in a lot of stadiums now. It's a one percenter move, though, right? It's not for us. Oh, it's t- it's not for us. It's the one yeah. percenter move. We've we we've had those tickets there, even with our press pass. We've had those tickets for the Nats, and it's amazing. If someone's given us those tickets. Someone's right. given you those tickets, right? But, that, but, that's how we get there. But as an example. Buying. The last time I used those tickets, I was back there, and so was Ed Sharon. Yeah. So, so that's that's the level of of the the seats. Yeah. So no, it's the one percenters, but right. but it makes sense as the Orioles try to bring more money into the stadium and try to take us to the next level. That makes sense. So fine. Yeah. Now I think it's it's obvious to everyone at Camden Yards. Every Oriole fan knows. The, the three things the Orioles need. They need to invest in Wi-Fi and cell service, especially with full stadiums now. They need to invest in a sound system so that you can hear the PA announcer clearly in your seat. Yes. And they need to invest in Jumbotron. Jumbotron. Yeah, because the Jumbotron we have is, is from the, it feels like it's from the 80s compared and, to every, every, every other stadium. Yeah. And thanks to the Hilton, we no longer have a skyline to protect so make that jumbotron massive. Yeah, Go and big. you can even put. I mean, the the Braves have a couple jumbotrons, right? Like you can right. even have more than one. You can have one that that for the normal jumbotron. You can have another one that shows other stats and other stuff. How Matt? Yeah. How many do we have? Well, 
Well, you, we, we, we have the one main one. We have one. And, and then we have the one below it. And then we yeah. have the out-of-town scoreboard. Yeah. The out-of-town scoreboard, though, is not. Yeah, I don't. I don't no, I know. That's not the same. No, we can have more. And the like the if look if you look at the Ravens, the Ravens have like six. They got no, the big sorry. ones on each end zone, and then they've got the fantasy stats in the corners. Yeah. So yeah, that, and that's what uh, the, the 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 Braves have one where they have a picture of the player and all these other kind of sabermetric stats. Yeah. And then they have the main one with the more traditional stats. Yeah. Right. So, so like more that. yeah more jumbotrons. That's all good. Yeah. All right. So that's all the obvious stuff. Right. That's and that's I assume Josh is that for this year? Like I assume that's like job number one i i don't or, know or does this take a while to kind of go through the the the, the system I, and... see here's the thing i would think the orioles would have had these plans already laid out yeah but i would think but we're already here in i mean we're at the end of december right and they can't do anything until they get the money and yeah well, well i don't know why they couldn't but that's i true. don't but i don't know why they hadn't haven't started yet and haven't started these rumors all right when did they start the wall because I thought the wall was a big job, but the uh, yeah, I mean, we got good pictures and images of the wall as it was being done. I feel like it was done early in the off season, but I'm not. I don't remember exact dates. Okay, the Orioles announced that they were moving the wall on January 12th. Oh, okay, and they did that, and they knocked that out in plenty of time. For the and that was season. in plenty of times. So yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, the yeah, Orioles. Yeah, I, I think sound system and jumbotrons. Yes. And Wi Fi for the start of the year. I don't, you, I, I don't, don't understand think, your deal with the Wi Fi. I think the Wi Fi is fine, but okay. I don't think the restaurant can work. I don't think you can get that done in time. Um, because that's a lot more build in permits and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Now, did you see before we get to the Orioles stuff? Did you, you think see the press re- box people are ticked about that? Are uh, they going to yeah. just move yes. everybody up to the second level? No. Can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. Why? All right. So, that press box room, that's for bloggers. That's for people who type right for the newspaper. Yeah, it's for Rock Tobacco um, and Rich Dubra. Why do they need a special area? With Wi-Fi and laptops and iPads. Oh, easy, Josh. Easy. Can't they just go anywhere? Why do we need to treat these guys like royalty? Josh poking the bear. Why do they need to have the best seat in the house if they can do their job from a TV screen? You think they could sit at home? You would think. Why does Jim now, Palmer? I will say, why? Why does Jim Palmer, Kevin Brown, uh, and Ben McDonald, Josh? Why do they? Why? Why can't they just uh, stay at home and watch the game? You know, you, you you make a great point that this is coming from the team that would not send their guys out on the field last year. Yeah, or yeah. to away yeah, to, games to travel away games. No, yeah. but I would say that our press box is in a really prime location, and if you look at the Nats, have you seen where the press box is with the Nats? You need, I don't bin- know. You, I need, don't... you need binoculars. It's so high. Yeah. But and I it don't... does. It's interesting. The, the role of the press box, after the kind of, we're not in the newspaper era anymore. Right. How, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting question. TV, like, TV radio. TV radio, we want them okay. to have a, a good seat. Yes, because they will tell us stuff that the TV cameras don't always Yeah, see. we want them seeing everything going on in the field. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't, so yeah, I'm sure press people are annoyed by it. I don't know if it's that big a deal. And I don't know, think I, as a fan, care. I think 336 is a pretty good seat to, to see the action. I still don't know why we've gone for 10 years and we've never tried the podcast live while sitting in Section 336 because it's a great view of the game. 
Yeah. I guess maybe I don't want to podcast live while I'm watching. Yeah. And then I guess we didn't want to drag these mics and cameras and all up there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's so I don't care about that. Okay. Fine. So a restaurant, wait, wait, wait. That's fine. So, but before we, yeah. Before oh, your we other improvements, to, but go ahead. Before we get to our dreams and how we would spend the six hundred million. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Josh talk about the hot tub. But okay, go ahead. No, I'm in Jacksonville. I got one down here. I'm good. <laughs> you got one. Um, I, I hate that so much. It's the it's so cringy and gross. gross. Yeah, though gross. my son did enjoy the raised tank, and so I'm curious to see if what we can do. Yeah, because humans the humans weren't in there. Yeah, it's the race, um, but you could go in and touch the race. Right, but so not that, a good view of the field. While you're petting the race, I couldn't see the field at all. That annoyed me. Right. All right. all right. I agree. Um, did you see this week the Ravens announcement? Uh, where the Ravens announced no. how they're spending their six hundred million. Oh no, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. Okay. Well, the Ravens have announced that they are doing a, a bar and restaurant and concert pavilion and all this stuff. Is oh, I did see some images the, of that. Yeah. To the outside, kind of to the yeah. outside of their stadium. Yeah, it looks the, cool. It looks cool. Yeah. And I and. Sure, it seems like a coincidence to make that announcement right when the Orioles get their money. Be like, hey, Orioles, here's something you could do. But anyway, you've got 600 million. We've got 600 million. We're going to spend some of it on that stuff. But 600 million is a lot of money. What else would you do to improve Camden Yards? Well, and I'm sure you have more thoughts on it than I do, Josh, but I'll just say, and I think they've talked about this, is in that kind of up. I mean, we see this with a lot of stadiums. I mean, I always go to the Braves because it's a newer stadium and, you know, I'm familiar with it. But, like, more standing, kind of open Party know, bar areas. But it doesn't just be bars. It can be standing, open areas. Like, you, you, if you think about up the left field upper deck, which I've gotten yelled yeah. at before for just walking there right. because they closed off the sections, it seems like you could take down some seats in the left field wall and turn into this open area. Yes. Um, Number one, that's my big thing. That's what I want. I don't care about the restaurant. I want that area because yeah, you go to Atlanta, it's a cool. And it's like, you take that flag court and you do that type of thing up there, which all right, if you're, and I'll tell you, if you're giving up those seats to do some something cool up there, you are welcome to, and you may have an issue with this, Matt, but I would say if you're going to give me a cool big party area up there, you can put some seats in the flag court if you want. I'm okay. I will give that up. Oh, no. See, I don't want seats in the flag court. I don't, you don't need more seats. You, you don't yeah. need them. All you do is, and the Braves do, do, do this, you open up the number of standing room onlys, and True. you just have a bunch of people to watch the game right. without, without a seat, which I'm, I'm cool with. Um, I don't need a seat. No, you're and, right. You're right. But Josh, honestly, the you know, you know, and this is a lot of people won't care about this, but I care about this. The other big thing I would do with it, this is my only two things. That that my first idea was, you know, take out the left field and open it up. The other thing is, Josh, our as someone who has kids, our kids' area stinks. It's terrible. Uh, we have uh, we have like three little things there for kids to do: the the playground and three little lame little things. I like the fact that it's free. It's not free at the Braves games, but I think we could do something cool. I mean, the Phillies, I haven't been there, but I remember Bert talking about how the Phillies have a little mini field that kids play on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the Braves have a whole kind of section, a whole row of like 20 like, different things. for kids Like a carnival. Do. Yeah. 
yeah, almost a counter atmosphere. I mean, I've seen minorly games that have more activities for kids and, than the Baltimore Orioles. And so and I would like Tampa, the Orioles to, to dedicate some money to improving the kids' section. Right. Honestly. Tampa's got the little uh, baseball field. Yeah, Tampa's got a little baseball field where um, Sass and I start on Masson in it. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the, and then they also have the the Rays thing, which is cool yep. for kids. That was just surrounded by kids uh, patting the Rays. And when the Rays have, have better kid entertainment than – you do that's not a good sign because the rays are minimalists so yeah i think the orioles could use to upgrade the there's kid sections yeah um, on, the, on the stadium and maybe there's, even multiple kid sections or something right i would also invest in the orioles hall of fame because mm. the orioles hall of fame sucks yeah that's fair there's some cool i stuff like what they behind, have but behind home yeah, plate yep now here's what i take in as part of that lease development thing land development Part of it is that old building that was the Legends Museum, the Maryland Sports Legends Museum. Yeah, is that no longer? No, that's been closed for years. It's just an empty building. Okay. I would take that building, and that would be the Orioles Museum. Oh, I like that idea. That's a good idea. And I would consider purchasing or partnering with the Babe Ruth Museum to run it. Yeah. And and keep it going. So that way it's open during the day also, even even when you don't have games. Yeah, and you could you could go there and explore all this history about the Baltimore Orioles, and then you can bring back these stadium tours as part of the museum. Oh, bring with this! The stadium tours being shut down is a travesty. Oh, I want my son to go on a stadium tour, and I can't even do. Look, it's a travesty. I would pay good money too. I would I would pay money to go on a stadium tour. And we've been and we've been on the state the Orioles stadium tour a few times. I used used to go every year. I think I've been twice. I don't know. I don't know. Fan Fest you used to be able to get it every year. I think oh, that's true. Fan, oh, that's true. Fan Fest. Yeah. The last Fan Fest week, I think we could look at the dugout and that was it. Right. Um, yeah, that's no. true. The you know, I'll always say the very best Fan Fest was right after the strike when they were begging people to come back. Yeah. And having it at, had it at Camden Yards and all. But yeah. I guess the. Uh, yeah, but they don't do Fan Fest anymore, right? They, they, no, they do the, the caravans now. Yeah. yeah. And the caravans don't come to Macon, Georgia. I checked. Uh, they have they haven't announced the locations yet. You can still hold out hope. <laughs> oh, okay, January twenty fifth, twenty six, twenty seven. Maybe there. Hey, and you just made me think of something too, Josh. Um, yeah. You know what also is a problem? I think, and it was true in the playoffs. It was really I felt unsafe in the playoffs. But even a regular season game, it's you a felt problem. unsafe. Yeah. Okay. What? Being in the team store. Oh, we own the team store. The team that store. team store is insane, Josh. Can, like it is just so small. Yeah, full totally. Of so many people. Like I was in there with my son, and I felt can, like I need to get out of here. And that was not that's a regular season game because it's so crowded, made me uncomfortable. Right. Can and someone so in the playoffs? It was insane. Yeah. Can, can someone can get a bigger team me? store? Here's what we wanted. Here's what I suggest: kick everyone out of the warehouse. We have this gigantic building, but there's actually like legit offices and stuff in there. Yeah. Get rid of all those people. Make let's the make this, team store two or three stories. Make the team store bigger. Make that sports. We put in that sports book restaurant. I get it. I like it. I like the idea of a restaurant. I like the idea yeah. of a sports book. And they're, they're going to try to get on that gambling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally makes sense. Why is that on the ground floor? Shouldn't that be like up high and you can overlook into the stadium? Yeah, yeah, I don't you know why they don't utilize all those other buildings in the in the warehouse. Why is there not balconies or something off the side of the warehouse? 
up yeah. high what, and stuff. Whose offices are in there anyway? Who who takes all those rooms? No, like non Oriole related things. Like they rent it out. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Yeah. I assume there was all Oriole stuff in there. No, it's and let me see if I, I mean can that's. Move I mean, somewhere in there is is Oro's offices, though, right? Like that's where Mike Elias is and Sigma Dell and their yes. whole crew is somewhere in those offices. Yes, but um, but, but they, but, but I understand that they need a few rooms <laughs> that leaves whole floors of of I don't know what. I see when I'm at the um, game, I see some workers go from the warehouse. Some like um, you know, um, concession stand workers go from the warehouse to there. So I assume there's like concession stand or like, I don't know, food facilities somewhere in there doing something. Um, Talking about things they have no idea about, which I think yeah, is pretty I don't clear. know. I see some st- tech startup called Optio Labs. Yeah, what's Optio Labs doing in there? Uh, some banquet facility is in there. So, so maybe with $600 million, we don't need to rent out our warehouse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we can Kick everybody it. out of there. Yeah, I agree. I, that's weird. I didn't even think about other people being in that warehouse. Yeah. No, get rid of them all and make it all part of the game day experience. Obviously, you. We. I love the idea. Look, I love the idea. I love that Michael Elias comes and sits behind home plate. But how yeah, cool would it cool. be if we knew that window up there is Michael Elias' office and he can sit out there and just watch the game and peek out there? And like, I imagine one of those windows is his, but we don't know which one. Right. But shouldn't that be all baseball related stuff up there? That would be, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It seems like, you know, whether you want to make the team store three floors or make the team store, you know, half of the warehouse bottom floor and move the restaurant, other stuff upstairs. It seems like there's, you know, you guys got more room to work with. Why, why am I in this tiny space with 500 other Oriole fans just trying to look at a hat? Right. It, it kind of stresses me out, and it makes me not want to go to the team store, to be honest. Yeah. All right. I've got another suggestion. Also, by the way, Josh, for Christmas, one of the things on my Christmas list was to buy a City Connect hat. And why are they sold out of City Connect hats? Oh, are they really? Uh, at least at my size. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you. The only sizes available were, like, you know, for huge hats. And I have an average size head. Got to grow that hair out a little more. Yeah. I'm um, going to get it cut. I'm a stalemate now with my wife, with my partner, where I don't want to go to the haircuttery to get a haircut because I feel like it's dumb. I just want to shave my head. But she doesn't want to shave my head. And I can't shave it myself. I want her to do it. She wants to go to the haircuttery. I don't want to spend money if I'm just going to shave my head. So right now, that's where we're at. And so my hair just continues to grow. So you say, tell her that if she shaves your head, you'll go buy a new phone. You got to do a trade-off. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sure she's tired of hearing about your broken phone. Yeah. I, I can't like hear out of it anymore, too, which is actually not too bad. So I can still no, text that's, and everything. That sounds but, like, like the a volume word. doesn't really work anymore. All right. Here's an, here's I got a couple more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Restaurants. It's cool in the warehouse, but I am all about game day experience and being able to see and be part of the action. Okay. So you moved all those seats back. You've got the giant wall in left field. Why can't we build a restaurant under those seats? Josh, you've never even eaten at the at Dempsey's or whatever restaurant. What do you I know about restaurants have. for? I've eaten at Dempsey's. During a game? No. You can't see the game during there. Right. I'm saying, I don't know what your obsession is with the restaurants. No, the I'm just saying game. restaurants, bars, like cool areas. And why not like to build something into that wall that it would be cool? 
the grounds crew gets to sit under there and they've got this cool view from the outfield. Why can't the why can't we do something else like that with the fans on the other side? You're saying underneath? Yeah, underneath. That's part of the wall. So make like the wall see through, like put mesh up there? Yeah. Yeah, put a fence up there in glass. Yeah, they got that somewhere. I saw someone had in, some in Boston. Like, Boston's got in a Boston? restaurant built into the warehouse and it's open during batting practice and it's just a net so you can talk to the players and everything. And then when the game starts, the wall they put like a garage door down. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been to. I'm trying to think. The Marlins Stadium went to that had like couches and stuff inside like that that area. Yeah, and it was like this lounge area for. Uh, Tampa's got a little bit of that okay. over on the side. Sarasota, they've got a little bit of that in the outfield for Ed Smith. Okay. I'm just saying more ways to get the fans closer to the field. Yeah. Are you going to make an argument now that the um, what the grounds crew doesn't need such a good seat? Why? Why the grounds crew need, needs to have the best seat in the house? Why can't the grounds crew be in the back somewhere watching the radar? Why? Why are we giving good seats to the grounds crew, Josh? Because we're probably paying them pennies. Oh, but so I'll part, tell you what. Part of the perks is that they get a good view right. of, the, of the game. Yeah, but also that big wall. If you're not going to do like a fan thing there, that big wall is another great spot for a scoreboard. Yeah, it seems like you have this big wall. You could use it for something. Yeah, I, right. I, I buy that. Argument. More than just advertising. Yeah, yeah, more than advertising. Um, fans sitting down there um, or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's not a bad idea. Judge, what are your thoughts? I saw someone sit, uh, suggest putting, you know, you mentioned Boston, and that you can sit on top of the Green Monster. What are your thoughts about putting seats on top of the... Not practical. Um, it's too high. It's, that's <laughs> it's too high. high? It's too far away? That is higher than Even, the Green and, Monster. You are too far away. You are you are more on the You can't put seats on the, the warehouse? You could, but I think there's you got all your satellites up there. You've got the the lights are on the warehouse. Have you have you ever been lights. to Wrigley, Josh? Have you been to Chicago and gone to Wrigley Field? You you haven't been. You, you, no, you but I know the more. seats are the seats are on the buildings. They're yeah, they got seats on the, on the buildings outside of the stadium. Yeah, I know. I know right. that's but Wrigley's smaller. No, you don't need seats. Oh, I bet the seats on top of the buildings are closer, I mean are further away in Wrigley than than the warehouse in Camden Yards. I don't I'm not sure about that. But let, I also know let's get out tape measure. No, it's also part of it is you can't get as many people inside of Wrigley. It holds less people. Right. I get it. So there's a need and a desire. And those seats are, I think, no. are private businesses. I don't think they belong to Wrigley. No, they don't. There, there's been lawsuits about that where the Cubs want their money. Hmm. And don't. Um, and I don't know how that worked out, but I know Cubs were not happy with them about those seats when they showed up. Yeah. Um, no, my problem with seats on the warehouse is the lights are up there. I want the guys up there that are going to shoot off the fireworks and do all that stuff. I also, I know yeah, I, I don't I, need seats. I know I said put, rest, put restaurants and stuff up there in the stores. I still want to keep the look of the warehouse. You yeah. got to be smart about it. And there's so much room within the warehouse that we just talked about. It seems unnecessary to go on top of the warehouse. Right. How about a bird cage? You this is what I'm talking raise, about, Josh. Mentioned like, the I, I mentioned the the rays with, with with the devil rays, and you can pet the manta rays. Yes. Now we're talking the bird cage. Explain the bird cage to me. I'm intrigued. Uh, it's a cage that holds Oriole birds. <laughs> it's real simple. What's 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 there is to what? What do you mean? It's, it's it's you're intrigued. It's as simple as it gets. We can put you a pet cage. The birds like you can pet the rays. No, no, you can come and look at the birds. Okay. No. I have uh, at the um, local museum here. Oh shoot! What's the what's this kind of bird? But like it talks. It's a talking bird. Yeah, like a, a parrot. My neighbor's got one. And yeah, it's, it's not a parrot. It's this bird's all white. 
Um, uh, uh, like a, 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 a cockatoo or something? Caw? Cuckoo? Yeah, okay. I'm no expert on bird law or anything, but the but you know, so but the Oriole bird itself is not a very I don't want to diminish the Oriole bird, Josh, but a cage full of Oriole birds yeah, is that really impressive? Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. So what if we do a little Jurassic Park thing and we mix Oriole bird DNA with something scary? Yeah, a big cage. A cage. Yeah, yeah, like if if we were the you like know a, the Detroit a, a Tigers, Megadon we Oriole could talk bird. about a, a a cool cage with some animals. Why do the tigers not have a tiger cage? That'd be cool. I could think of a couple of reasons, but yeah, yeah. I if Mike Tyson can have him in his house, I think someone yeah. up in Detroit can run him. Yeah. Um, man, my neighbor has one of those birds that talks. Yeah. And they and they put it outside all the time, and you know how creepy it is to go out. I go out in the backyard. And I'll talk to the dog, Bella, and yeah. the, and I'll just hear, good morning. Yeah. From two doors down. And then no, it started doing a thing where I play catch with a squeaky ball. And every time the ball would squeak, the bird would squeak and would copy the ball with me and the dog are out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, can, I, I don't know how you live with those things. No. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, $600 million is a ton of money. Yeah. There is... N- that is but easy. you think with all that money still no no swimming pool no um no no swimming, <laughs> pool. no swimming pool i will go for the retractable roof dome structure before a swimming pool i agree that's so we get rid of delays the swimming pools are so gross it's um, the most disgusting thing yeah uh and yeah i know we've got one down here in jacksonville yeah but lots of lots of possibilities yep yeah, yeah. So but be bare minimum, Amatron speakers. Yeah, and Wi-Fi. And then we can talk yeah. about the other stuff. Yeah, and then sell the team. So yeah, and then sell the team. Yeah, and and Josh, just real quick, I know we're pushing up against an hour here. I know, but and I, I was, think I, I had another, some show and tell for you. Another, but even before that, another big shoot to drop is, and I again, I looked into through the perspective of, oh, this makes the team easier to sell. We kind of have some settlements with Masson and the Nats, right? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's done. We finally have an agreement on you get this money, we get this money. Right. Right. Which normally I wouldn't care. And normally I would say, oh, the Nats are trying to screw us again, which I think in this whole deal, the Nats come up better than they should. Yes. But for me, I'm just like, let's wrap it up and done so the team is less complicated to sell. This is one less thing to worry about when you're selling the team. Right? So, yeah, it's yeah. one less thing. It's uh, pe- The Nats have been trying to sell. This is part of the complication for them. We clearly yeah, yeah, are ready for both to sell. Us, yeah. So it's cleared our complications. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, glad it's finally done. I'm glad now all of our conjecture won't be about the Masson deal or the Orioles moving to Nashville. Now we get to talk about the team selling. Yeah, though my one fear in life, Josh, is David Rubenstein. He, I don't know if it's Rubenstein or Rubenstein, to be honest. I should clear that up. You know if it's Rubenstein <laughs> yeah. or Rubenstein? I don't know. I think of, Bears uh, or Berenstein Bears? I know. I think of Frankenstein uh, the young Frankenstein movie. It's Frankenstein. Um, is my if if he ends up buying the Naps and he's part of the Ted Lerner or whatever the deal yeah, is, he, then we're he's screwed. Part of the, and yeah, then that would we be got, the most depressing day of our yes. lives if he's end up buying the Naps. Yeah, and then we've got no one here. Yeah, yeah. Is it better? All right. Is this like when you put your house on the market? You want to be like the only house available in your community, so then right. there's higher demand. Right. So now there's two. This is like two neighbors listening right to houses for sale right next to each other. Yes. And, and so who's who's oh, more attractive house? Right. So you go to the Orioles house and it's like, oh, well, you refinished. You got a brand new kitchen, bathroom. You redid the master bedroom. 
this is really nice. Let me go check out the Nats house. Oh, your house, it's not as good, but this land and property is really nice. Yeah. And look at this location. It's close to my office, shorter yeah. drive to work. Oh, and, and look at all these big wigs who you have access to who are... Right, um, right, yeah, 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 sure. But Josh, I mean, I know, and I think we looked this up last time, and the Nats are worth more than the Orioles. Yes. But, but right now... I don't know how anyone would choose the Nationals team or the Orioles team. No, you just wouldn't. like given the product on the no. field. You want it because you want to be the owner that comes in and suddenly you win a World Series and everyone praises you, even though you had nothing to do with it. Yeah, and not only do you have, and by the way, I know people don't want to hear this, Josh. I don't know if you listened. Did did you listen to? Have you listened to baseball tonight? Um, no. I, no, I don't know if everyone wants to hear this. I know this is too soon, but Buster Olney, he already gave his World Series predictions. For next year, yeah, and he he picked the Orioles. He said the Orioles. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my prediction too. I know we don't do our predictions till March, but that's my prediction. So, Orioles and Braves. There it is from Buster Oni. Uh huh. Yeah, from Buster. I hope so. Um, what you switch? You just switch your mic or something on there. What are you doing? You're fooling with your computer right here at the end of the show? Did we lose Matt? We're an hour into the show and we lost Matt. So I uh, see over on YouTube, Pocket Watch checking in. Pocket Watch, you're right. You haven't seen us in forever because we haven't gone live in forever. We just haven't streamed. We've just been doing more recordings. And now we decided, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's give it a try. Matt, what's going on? Well, my contract says I can opt out once we hit the hour mark. And so we hit the hour mark, and I chose to opt out of this podcast episode. I, I Okay, I believe Instagram might do that as well because the Instagram seemed to freeze right at the hour mark as well. Okay, so we're, we're personal limits to Instagram. Yeah, so I was going to do a little show and tell with you. You want to see some stuff? Yeah, let's do real quick. We're over an hour. We're I know we're long. over an hour, but we've had some shorter shows. Yeah. So... Um, Goodness knows, on on the one week of the year where there's nothing to talk about, we go over over our time. Fine. Yeah. So here's my latest bobblehead. Oh, Gunner in the in the City Connect. I got a Gunner City Connect that I ordered on. uh, I ordered this thing. That's a cool bobblehead. I ordered this thing when the City Connects were announced, before they even wore it, and it just showed up this week. Now, um, do you are you familiar with LGC? Marketing, they're like the mark, they're the reps of like uh Kirstead and Adley and some of the other, or not Adley anymore, but they're like they market these young players that we have. Okay, no, so they did I, a I'm unfamiliar, they did a blind box, you a $200 blind box for game used Orioles gear. Oh, and interesting, you get, and you get okay. something Orioles related autographed that was used in a game. Oh, cool. So I said, let me try it out. Yeah, and I got a baseball bat. Oh, sweet! And this you can see you can see a nice crack here, where it was. Oh, a broken used. bat! So it's a broken bat. Oh, that's the, cool. the The handle is still sticky. Yeah. Who would you be ha- now? They did like an unveiling where they would draw your name, and they would, or they'd say, well, "I've got Ryan O'Hearn's cleats," and then they draw a name, and this is who gets it. Okay. So there was some cool stuff, like a Adley Rutschman shin guards autographed by him. And some lame stuff, in my regard, like a Ryan O'Hearn baseball cap. Yeah. We're, so we I, love I got, Ryan O'Hearn, but right. we prefer the Adley Rutschman shin guards. Sure. Right. So where would you rate a broken bat 
signed by Jorge Mateo. Oh, that's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, I do like it. I, I, it's not Adley. It's not Kirstead. Is it, Clearly, it's going to go up the, there next to your Cal Ripken bat? Don't, don't you have Cal Ripken it's, bat? It's funny. It is on my, I pulled it off the wall to show in the podcast, but it is on the wall, uh, above a Cal Ripken bat and below a Hank Aaron bat, right where I always think of Jorge Mateo. You have between a Ripken. Hank Aaron bat? Yeah. What's I the do. story behind that? A client. Did I know I, that? I, I, how did I miss that? I know you I had the Cal a, Ripken bat. Yeah, I got a Hank Aaron ball also. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got a bat here. It says I best wish. Memorabilia in his house. Aaron. So, yeah, so Jorge Mateo is going the wall right below that. I yeah. Know. No, that's cool. I mean, Jorge Mateo is, so, is a, I mean, I think it's in terms of what you can get on eBay. Yeah. Jorge Mateo might be at the bottom of that list. <laughs> but that's yeah. cool. That's no, cool. but I thought it was cool as for a game use thing. It was a step up from a Ryan O'Hearn hat or gloves or cleats. I yeah, the baseball a bat. bat's cool. The I got a bat. Cool. And, yeah. and Mateo's a cool guy to get if you're not yeah. going to get one of the stars. Yeah. All right. Now I found something online this week that I ordered over the weekend and it just showed up today. Okay. This thing is from 1985. Okay. And when I was five years old, I would have died to have this. Okay. And I wanted this. And I, you weren't even born yet, right? No, you were born. I was two. Yeah. You were two. That's right. You just had your birthday. I turned 40. Yeah. And this is remind me. Brand new in the box. And Orioles cabbage patch doll. Oh wow! Look at, this, look at this thing. Yeah, isn't that awesome? That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and it, the problem is, it is so big, it doesn't fit on any of the shelves in That's my. That's a big old box. Yeah, because of the box. But why is the it, box so big for that item? <laughs> I don't know, but check out, check it out. He's got an, He's got the cool. 80s Orioles uniform. That's, yeah, one of the best uniforms ever created. The, yeah. the 80s Orioles batten helmet. Yeah. With the hard helmet. plastic and then yep. a little pennant that says Orioles. That's that's really cool. Is that awesome? Yeah, was, still in the box. I saw who, that. who are these people that keep these things still in the box? But I don't cool. know. But I saw that come up on Facebook and I, in one of my like trade groups. And I was like, all right, I got to buy that. Yeah. And I was uh, excited to get that in the mail today. How much uh, How much thing run you? And that was $60. Okay. I don't know what these things go for. I don't know. I, I don't, is I that don't a good know. deal or bad deal? I have no idea. I don't know. It was a deal I was comfortable with. I don't know if it's yeah. good or bad. But I was like, ah, you know what? That's awesome. And it's in the box. And it'll look good in my office. And I know people pay more than that for like a flat thing to hang on the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But I just, I thought those were some cool things to show you that I just added to my office this week. And no, examples cool. of why apparently I'm hard to buy Christmas gifts for. To bring right. it all full circle. Right. Yeah. No, I, I would, that's understandable. If you're going to buy, also, who's going to spend two two hundred bucks on a um, unknown random yeah. Orioles memorabilia? I know. I thought I'd try it's, it once. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'm happy with my results. But when I saw other people getting some lame stuff, I was like, maybe I won't do the blind box next time. Because yeah. if I got a Ryan O'Hearn autographed hat, I would have been uh, discouraged that I spent two hundred bucks for that hat. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you go on the auto, I mean, I got a Heston Kerstat baseball. I got to get some Me, cases for these baseballs. Yeah, um, I agree. I got if you go to Mar- the Marlin games, you can get autographs from anybody. True. Uh, yeah, I got a Gunnar Henderson uh, autograph ball from the game before he got caught up to the majors. Yeah, and I, and I've got a Jonah Heim autograph ball. Yeah, from before he was what I think I have a. Do I have a Jonah? I think I have a Jonah Heim signed baseball card. Um, yes, that his grandma that his grandmother sent. 
Yeah, actually, I actually have a multi- I think I have multiple Jonah Heim baseball. Yeah, signed baseball I have cards. a a ball that Jonah Heim signed to Section three thirty six. Oh yeah, Josh, we we didn't give get into how Jonah Heim was snubbed for the um, all MLB. baseball team. At, uh, yeah, that, that they, they gave it gave it to Adley instead. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't no, know. Adley, I think overall had the better year, but Texas fans thinks he was snubbed. Yeah, Jonah was snubbed. Yep. But, so, but we gotta get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Matt, have a great Christmas. You have a great Christmas as well. I'll see you a couple of days after Christmas. Yeah, I'll see you next week. I think maybe maybe we'll record together in person next week. That can All be right, fun. Be fun, for, fun for a change. Yep. All this right. You close it up. Yeah, follow us, people, on X. This is why you follow us on X and Facebook and, and, and now Instagram. Instagram. Because live. sometimes we, we go on live. Yeah, so you got to follow us so... You know when we go on live and you can be there to watch us in person. I got my Christmas tree in the background. Josh is wearing his stupid Orioles winter hat. I got a Christmas uh, tree too. It's over here. Okay. Fine. You don't have lights? Do you have lights on that thing? You got some no. lights on that baby. Uh, Charlie Brown. Tree there. A little tiny thing from my office. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you can follow us all there. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Write reviews so more people will know about the show. Yep. Tell your friends. We're doing shows in the offseason. We don't stop. Yeah. You want to plug Birdland Sports? Yeah, go on over to Birdland Sports. Grab some gear if you hate. Here's what I need from listeners. Yeah. I'm, it's time to revamp the store. You know, get rid of the Homer Hose merch, set it aside on last year's gear, build up for some new things for this Oh, my gosh. Season. There's no more Homer Hose this year. I don't, I, I don't know. I know fans will want it back, but I don't know if the Orioles will bring it back. No, I think they'll do something different. I think they'll do something different. Yeah. I agree. Um, but give me ideas for shirts. You give me an idea, I run with it, and I'll give you a free shirt, and then we can make something cool. Like last year, Guns and Hoses, one of my favorite shirts, yeah, was our listener sure. listener submitted idea, and we ran with it. He got a free shirt, and it was all good. Well, we're so. bringing back pretty much the whole roster, so you got the the whole kind of almost the whole roster. With yep. Ah, exactly. So send me your ideas. Jack Flaherty and Adam Frazier and Gibson, right? All right. That wraps things up. In the meantime, you can follow me on X for all my hot photos off-season takes at Section336. You can also follow Josh on X at Josh Roca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens.